Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about cancel or call-out culture. Where do you fall in the line? We also talk about Cruella DeVille. It's a movie? Emma Stone? Okay. But see what we're talking about today on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G squad of Ray, Marlon, and Emi. Welcome back, you guys, to another wonderful episode today. How is Assemble. everyone? Assemble! Assemble indeed. Everyone okay? On okay, this cool. uh, continuation of Black History Month. I prefer <laughs> to me my next one, but you know, it's a symbol song, I guess. <laughs> um, so, we got another special treat for you listeners. We are going back towards our WandaVision segment, covering episodes seven and eight before the big finale. So, our next episode will cover the finale. I hope you guys have been watching and keeping track and have your notes and that you bought plenty of red twine because we're about to get even crazier. I can't believe. Are y'all ready? We, I can't believe that we, that we got to this point. This is, this is so wild. Right. It's about to be over. This the show that's been enthralling our lives for just eight episodes. We're just Y'all are too hooked. It's just a TV show. It's not a Broadway performance. How dare really? you? Bring that. Bring that it's a TV show. Oh, how dare. You two had red twine. You two had red twine. How dare you? you? He's like, all I saw it off in the beginning. All I'm saying I'm is, above all of you guys. All I'm saying is, and like, oh, we have like a week break and then we got fucking Winter Soldier starting up. So I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not that sad. Yeah, we, we got plenty of Disney in store. Unless something crazy happens in the finale, and then you're gonna be like, "Wow!" Okay, then everything blows so. up. Disney's destroyed. Scarlet Witch <laughs> destroyed everything. <laughs> no more. She's like, fuck Disney. everything. Take them out from the inside. No more Disney. No, no Disney, Disney. Disney. Oh, That's dang, the whole be... thing. We're, it's so immersive that we're <laughs> actually living in one of those uh, world. That would be I crazy. Mean, truthfully, that'd be the the most interesting media stunt. Like she says, no more Disney, and Disneyland like just like strikes out the name and just called amusement park only and says like amusement park theme things with no Disney labels on anything at all and like they just stick to the theme for a full year and then they bring it back that would be the like, a year the would clutchest, be too long. like decision uh, it wouldn't pay off but it'd be hilarious like they're really sticking with this whole like no more Disney thing Disney <laughs> no has Mickey enough Mouse. money to do this campaign just letting y'all know they have enough money to do this if they wanted to oh boy Maybe. that would be crazy Mickey ends up going by his government name, Ronald Rodent, and it's just like, Michael <laughs> 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 Rodent. Like, oh man, it... Michael. Michael Rodent. I like or the alliteration, but I do like the Michael part. <laughs> maybe he'll just, you know, fit into Kingdom Hearts lore, and then he can literally go off into space and He's save a nobody. that dimension. I know. I'm going to keep bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> He's I mean, a I nobody. Can, I'm literally. Picturing it right now on, and like he just says, like no more Disney. Opens up a portal, and like all the Disney shows just start getting sucked into the portal from like the platform, and it just goes black, and it goes 404 error. And I was like, wait a minute, 404 error. Oh <laughs> my god, did it. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, huh? No more Disney for real? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Michael Feige, get Raymond on the line. He has an idea to pitch you, Michael. Feige. <laughs> 
I'm changing his name too. I'm changing his name too. His actual name is Michael, but his Disney name is Kevin. I'm changing it. <laughs> We're gonna get some letters after this episode. I know, he's know. just gonna shut Everybody. us down immediately. Well, he's gonna be like, "You used my song. You used my name in vain. You're done." <laughs> well, he We're might so take us under his wing. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Well, you know, what? let's just dive right in with uh, a super fun episode, episode seven. Which, uh, I mean, off the bat, like when we saw the um, teasers, we got excited because we had been discussing like what's going to be like the, the the current age ish kind of like trope they're going to play off of, and of course we get the tried and true um, what's what's the show called uh, Modern Family style like or uh, Office style one on one interview segment that's like split between like what's happening and like it separates the two. So that was what we get in this episode, and it just felt really cool. And of course we get this very singular, almost kind of lonely <laughs> theme song where it's just Wanda's name by herself for like the entirety of it. Just Wanda by her so then of course at the very end it goes WandaVision but it's like dang Wanda's feeling lonely in this opening it's just her name no photos just like a license plate here a sign there no family photos she's just feeling some kind of way mm-hmm. yeah and then it kind of even like if I could jump forward towards the commercial break how the commercial was a prescription drug um, commercial which is very millennial aged Nexus, and we'll talk about that later probably. But yes. it described all the all the symptoms that she had as far as just like mental like depression and everything. And how um <laughs> even if you take this medicine, all these side effects are pretty crazy. But hey, you're gonna be just fine, Wanda, just fine. And it I was like, like it's perfect. <laughs> but also like fully mentioned, hey, have you uh created a mental construct that has gotten out of hand? It's just like <laughs> Just fully calling her like, hey, you're going through a lot. You made a mental construct. Nothing's going right. Your husband's leaving you. She's like, are y'all just calling her out in this, in this like Nexus commercial? It was, it was it was great. It was it was well designed. It was a good trope of like, you're going through a lot right now. So this commercial, it's 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 not like you know ambiguously about you. It is directly about what you're going through right now. So it's a very good like punch. Also like, hey, here's a like a check of how she's feeling. She's feeling this way. So that was good to, to kind of get that like vibe check off of her. Yes, but let's dive in. So we it starts with. Wanda in bed, just you know how how typical of like millennial shows are, especially like with Modern Family. Something very simple. Her in bed, and then she's interviewing with the camera of how she just wants her day to herself. Um, but you know that's that's how it starts. But then it it kind of shows how um, it, from the last episode how she kind of like stretched her powers to make the hex bubble bigger. She's tired. She's like mentally drained and exhausted. So her powers are just glitching everywhere. Everything around her is just going through the decades. And and, and she's just like, what's happening? What's going on? The kids are noticing it. They're like, mom, what's going on? And, you know, but she's just like, I just want a break. I just need tired. I'm just tired. You know, I, I need a break. And um, then our favorite neighbor stops by at the perfect time. Agatha. Or Agnes, really, at this point, still Agnes, right? Yeah. And she's like, I'll take the kids, you know? And if anyone has been watching up to this point, I don't know if everybody was like, no! (laughs) I 
was like, no, don't take them kids. And Rhonda's like, please take these kids. I was like, oh gosh, oh gosh, this is an episode, right? And so Agnes takes the kids, Wanda sits on the couch and watches TV. And so um, <laughs> Wanda's just like us, y'all. She just wants to binge TV and chill. I love that. I love that even though she's one of the most powerful people in the universe, she just wants to sit and watch TV. Yeah, we um, also see that she's having... Very relatable. Yeah, but she's also having glitching errors throughout the entire show. Like we see, you know, her nightstand change uh, different styles. The TV show she's watching changes different styles, as does the TV itself. The uh, stork pops up back again, makes another reappearance in all its glory and its red smoky layers. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely see that there's, you know, that Wanda's... Um, I guess you can say her uh, mental breakdown starting to go from just something that's in her head to starting to fully affect the outer uh, realm that she's controlling. She's getting to lose focus. You know, the, the the milk carton she has changes from like a regular like jug to a carton to a straight up old school glass of milk. Uh, and yeah, we, we, we kind of get like, you know, we of course get, you know, the commercial, but now we're seeing the actual manifestation of her mental health with her magic. And then of course it jumps cuts to who we, we've all been thinking and worrying about because in the prior episode we had that moment where we have of course vision steps out of the nexus or steps out of the the hex uh, and he begins to fall apart. And of course, he gets saved by Wanda, but now we get to catch up with him. And of course, all the uh, sword agents that had been uh, also uh, unfortunately captured uh, in the uh, expansion, so to speak. And we see that they're all in a circus area. They're all like putting up a circus for no apparent reason. They're just putting it up. Um, we, of course, see that Darcy is fully about it. She's like a, an, an escape artist and just fully in her mode and Vision is trying to ask her questions, but of course it's uh, a sitcom, so she thinks that's you know that he's hitting on her. She's like, you know what? I don't, I don't want this. You know, you're cute and all, but like it ain't like that. And of course he you know zaps her back to the present. But we get this really cool back and forth with Darcy. She gets a chance to be who she is, which is a funny character. I mean, she is on two broke girls, so she gets a chance to fully like you know do her thing in this, right? No, no, sorry, I thought I. It, 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 she, she was funny in that scene the uh uh yeah no did i just like i like her in this show just period she's just exposition on on wheels and uh just any she just she, oh she gets the <laughs> she, she helps speed things up a little bit like yeah let's let's get this all right yeah it's big there's uh, stuff is going on the vision figure this out yeah okay great let's keep moving here uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you've been dead for a minute. Um, the Avengers, uh, Agent Ultron, and Thanos, and it's like cool. And this all happened, of course, in the jump cut of like they go from the circus to the freeway. It was great. I caught you up. We don't have to go through this whole thing of like you asking me questions. So that was like you said, she is an, an exposition machine and fully caught him up. So we don't have to go through more episodes of him like slowly piecing together his right. psyche. I love the fact that. Even as a viewer, Darcy is pe uh, pe piecing together stuff the same time we're piecing together stuff. So it felt like a really nice connection with her. 
and so thankful that she's here because she's trying to figure out like why why are they and we're like yeah Darcy and you're hella smart can you maybe you can give us some insight you know but she didn't you know she just kind of put things together for it vision but I really appreciate the that weird that kind of interesting connection as a viewer you know um, I will say I'm so glad they again included her in this because she has way more uh, personality, like her personality and everything, is shown more in the show than it did in the last two Thor movies. <laughs> so I just shout out to writers for that. Yeah, and of course we get some of like the funniest banter between the two of them as they believe that uh, Wanda is pre- is preventing uh, Vision from returning to the home because there's just constant red lights, and out of nowhere there's like. 48 kids on a field trip out in the out in the sticks that happen across the street and all of a sudden there's like a need for construction right then and there <laughs> and then we get like i think one of the funniest moments of the show when vision's doing his testimonial and they just goes wait a minute what am i doing and he just gets up and is like i need to leave here this is like why am i talking oh to gosh. you about my problems i can go solve them and he like knocks his head on, on, on the little boomstick and his cape gets stuck in the chair and he just gets really flustered like walks off camera I'm like okay oh my gosh i like that this was a great scene of him being like this is not well this is ridiculous wanda <laughs> cut this out and he of course flies away uh, and leaves darcy uh to be stuck out in the sticks which is like you could have maybe brought her with you but okay that's fine <laughs> i know he just <laughs> leaves i feel like that's just part of the comedy of the, sh- the sitcom um i i love that for that scene alone i was like I love Paul Bettany. Like he is just killing it. Like even though he's in makeup and and he he's not supposed to have much emotion, his acting and his voice and body oh so per- it was just so perfect. And he near he near, uh, nailed the gym stare, like the gym from Office stare perfectly. <laughs> that had me rolling. Like I would have never thought of Vision in an office like situation it's that might be my favorite one of my favorite things already in 2021 i appreciated that a couple days before that on the internet people were trying to figure out what the week's theme was going to be and they they, i had seen a little clip of someone being like of vision sitting in a testimonial and be like what am i doing in this chair like (laughs) so i'm just glad they did it they 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 were self-aware enough of the of the of the show situation of like we have to do this with vision Um, i'm just i'm very happy it happened It paid off so well. And then, of course, we get another big moment. We uh, finally get what fans have been waiting for since the name Monica Rambeau has been spoken. we get uh, her origin, so to speak. Um, we know that Darcy hinted at her DNA being mutated and that if she were to go back into the hex, uh, she would probably have some irreparable damage to her, her DNA again. And we find that Monica has, has linked up with some non-government individuals in some army branch somewhere that aren't connected with S.H.I.E.L.D. and they give her this like moon... Uh, Tesla, or <laughs> this like really big. Tesla. It's called a moon Tesla. I like that name. I, I like know. that name. Copyright it, that. Yeah. Like Geek Force it, copyright twenty twenty one. Made me think of that like Tesla truck that they like tried to sell. I was like, this truck looks stupid. It, 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 oh, it what's it called? Like, 
it, it, it honestly reminded me. But I, I know that it served a purpose. It was like made of some type of material that was said to, you know, help her get through the Nexus. And she gets in it because she can operate it. And she just the like cyber truck. It. Is that you're talking about? Uh, yeah, the cyber truck. Yeah. And so she gets it. She like guns it. And we have this moment of like, oh, cool. She's going to pull in to the, to the hex in this truck. And nope, we we fully get the moment where if you've ever had like an, an, an RC car that has like hits a wall and it kind of goes up and up and then it flips itself over. That's literally what happened with Monica. She gets in this car. She tries to like force it through. They're telling her, Monica, it's not working. Back up. She goes, no, no, I can still get through. She guns it even more. And then of course it starts to basically starts to transform because it's becoming to be absorbed into the hex. She thankfully jumps out and it spits it out. Like it's like that scene from Monster House and half the car is like uh, a bowl the other part is like the regular Tesla Cybertruck. And then of course she gets out, she looks at it, everyone's like, hey, don't do it. And she just takes all sprinting at the Nexus. <laughs> don't do it. Just, I'm, I'm going to do it. You literally watch her go. <laughs> everyone's like, don't you do it, Monica. Don't you do it. She's like, I'm going to do it. And she just takes off and just like runs head first into this, the Nexus, sorry, the Hex again. And you get, a, you get a chance to watch her kind of start to splice herself into like four different entities. You know, when, when, when she was Geraldine, when she was just regular Monica in her street clothes, when she's Monica in her little spacesuit and then we get this little kind of ethereal monica and all white kind of hazy look and it's kind of like a callback to her outfit in the comics where she's just like she in the comics she like goes and she's like from new orleans and she puts on a mardi gras outfit and that becomes her like actual crime fighting outfit but again then i give her a, a different costume it doesn't matter either way she steps out of that and she fully gets powers She's able to see the the spectrum, which of course ends up being one of her superhero names. She's able to fully visualize and see spectrums coming from the poles, from the sky, just from life in general. And we had a very brief moment where I'm like, "Oh my god, don't give her blue eyes," because her eyes turned blue for like the for, I think for a full thirty seconds. And I'm like, "Please don't do this to her. Do not give her blue eyes. Don't make this a thing." And of course they fade. I'm like, "Oh, thank God." But of course, Marlon, so relieved. I was like, oh, please don't do it. She doesn't don't even, do it. Like, I was like, don't give this black woman blue eyes for just, for just superpower reasons. But anyway, she steps out and we fully get uh, Spectrum, a.k.a. Photon, a.k.a. maybe in the future. Lady uh, of the Light. Lady of the Light, also <laughs> Captain Marvel at some point. Now I understand your Twitter handle. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so you get her origin story. She steps through and she is now a super powered baddie in, in more than one way. Uh, she's like good to go. She's got her, her afros looking good. She's looking noish. Uh, she is everything black girl magic. Yeah, the internet had a field day like mm, Monica in them pants though. Mm, um, like, right. The we'll talk about that crazy. later. I, I saw some thirsty posts on them and Darcy and I was just like, can we focus on the show please? Like <laughs> There's a lot of thirsty posts out there. I, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, but let's Nerd dumb is thirsty. Nerd dumb is hella thirsty. I was just like <laughs> But anyway, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we also we bounce back to Agatha and she's, you know, Wanda's like, hey, my kid's been gone for me. Let me go check Agnes. on my let Agnes. me go check on my kids finally. <laughs> sorry, Agnes, sorry. We're, we're like, we're already I know, past I know, that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't call her anything other than that. <laughs> right. 
understand. Wanda goes to check on Agnes and is like, hey, how the boys? And she's like, oh, they just downstairs playing. And I was like, oh, don't you believe that? <laughs> don't you trust this woman? And um, I'm sorry, I'm jumping a few bits away here. But of course, the boys in a, pri- in a separate scene, Tommy and Billy are sitting next to Agnes. And we get this great moment of like, oh, Agnes is... She's she, she, she got something going on because I think it's uh, Billy <laughs> looks at her and he says, "I can't hear your thoughts. You're quiet." And I'm like, well, yeah. "There we go. We don't even need to finish the episode. He just confirmed we already know she, she got some kind of magic or she's a robot. But we, we gonna figure it out though." Cyborg. Uh, so, <laughs> so Wanda gets there and. Um, Oh my god, I'm skipping so many things. I apologize, y'all. I'm skipping so many no, things. I mean, I started giving me a wrong, glare, so and I forgot fine, about it. So before we even get to that moment, uh, Monica wants to have a little heart-to-heart with Wanda, a little a little moment of clarity. Uh, it does not go great um, Ooh, at all, as yeah. one could imagine. Wanda's like, how'd you get back in here? She's like, it don't matter. Anyway, right. Wanda, it don't matter. <laughs> Wanda, we need to talk about you. Guess what? You sad. It's okay to be sad, but you can't kid that people. That's not okay. You can't keep doing this. And she was like, you don't know what I've been through. And Monica's like, we've all had loss. <laughs> like, like, Wanda, we've all had loss, okay? We've all had it. You Loss is nothing special. I know. You can't be out here taking over towns and whatnot. And then, of course, you had that moment where Wanda's getting powered up, and then Monica's like, oh, we can pop off and Monica starts getting powered Hit up. And I was me. like, oh, Hit we doing me. this. <laughs> I was like, dang, hit her. Just hit her, Wanda. I want to see what happens. I'm trying to see something. <laughs> it, it, it honestly gave me, uh, was it Winter Soldier vibes where uh, uh, Black Widow is trying to get to the Chala and then one of the Dora says, you know, move or you will be moved. Oh, it gave yeah. me that kind of vibes of like, mm-hmm. oh, she's like, oh, you can try to put hands on me, but I'm not leaving here. And And Wanda for a full minute was like, Something's different this time. Something's been different. <laughs> she fully like just powered back down. Like, you know what? Let me let me wait a minute because I'm trying to get got in this moment. Because I was like, I think she's ready for you this time, Wanda. She is ready for you to try it this time. And then of course, uh, Agnes comes to save the day, and it's like, let's go over here. And then we get that, and and then we get everyone's favorite cat meme where. <laughs> Monica calls back out to Wanda and she goes, don't like, say anything to me. And she like points at her right. and Agnes is trying to walk, pull her away. And then, and then Monica's like, what's up? I said what I said. You can't That's keep doing this. Perfect. That frame was perfect. Thank you. Whoever decided to, sh- to shoot it like that. Like, it was perfect. I also didn't that, know until uh, someone pointed it out. It was, ex- it was literally just like, he's pointing and Agnes is like, we got to go. And Monica's like, I said what I said. Say something else. Hold the block. Also, the mailman in the background, he was getting all the tea. He was just like, I got mail to deliver, but like, something's <laughs> happening over here. <laughs> Yo, that, that mailman he stays like, in the cut, just be spying. He's like, what's gonna happen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then he went back to his business like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, ain't you got fake mail to deliver, my friend? <laughs> fake mail. I ain't got no real mail. And then, of course, we get to that moment where um, Wanda goes over to Agnes because Agnes is her quote unquote best friend holding it down. And um, she takes her down to meet these kids. And sure enough, they know kids in that basement. What there is in that basement is a whole lot of. Uh, Occult shenanigans. 
we start seeing tree limbs and roots, and then we get a shot at what we think is the dark holes, and that's when the Wait, knots you're, are You're forgetting revealed. the part where she walks down the hallway and it goes from oh, it yes. goes from full screen to widescreen very sneakily in that yeah. moment of time. And I really loved it because it was just like we go into real life now. <laughs> like you're we out of this TV show. Yeah. <laughs> ratios. Is, also, ratios. All right, Marvel. Also not wrong. You are you are <laughs> saying you are entering the MCU is quite accurate for the neck for the following episode. <laughs> I mean, they said that. I remember somewhere they were like, by the end of the series, you'll be in the MCU. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, is this the MCU? Oh, okay. Never mind. Get it now. Now we really are. And apparently it's just all it takes is a a single hallway shot. And then you're in. Smart. (laughs) Yeah. And then we, we, of course, see a bunch of occult things. You know, we get a chance to see not only what we think is the dark hole, but we get also a chance to see Agatha... Harkness do the not so big reveal of like yes I'm actually Agatha like surprise and also I got magic and she fully like just restricts Wanda from doing anything she can't move she can't do anything and then we get the internet's favorite bop uh literally out of nowhere mind you this scene yes I was ready. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Because it was, it was hilarious. It was everywhere. It took the internet by storm. Because it came out of I, nowhere. Because literally, they were having was, a full I was like this the whole time. And then it's just like, yeah. And then I started laughing when I heard the lyrics. It's a lot of the frozen musicians, is what I didn't realize. Is yeah, that's what I was saying to Amy. I was like, what the people write? Let it go or frozen catchiness? So catchy. They're messing with everything. It's been Agatha. And literally, they were like, Great, we're gonna, you already knew what was up, but they just walk us through every moment that Agatha's caused something to like happen to kind of cause like like, a mishap. (laughs) We get confirmation that yes, she was faking at Halloween. Um, that yes, she brought Pietro to that location. Uh, and also, even more like dastardly, she killed that dog. <laughs> killed that dog. That and I killed Sparky too. Dude. And I was like, dang, Agatha, it's like I was that. like, dang, we know you bit. I was so mad at that part. I was like, I know. I was so emotionally like through. I was yelling at the TV by that point. And then it ended and I was like, ah! <laughs> Another I mean, week of waiting. What a way to end. I like, mean, wait till next week. Right. That actually gave us so much emotional height and then ended on a song. I was like, y'all got some nerve. I know. Give us a these- bop after all that like emotional buildup. Like, what? I feel like it was kind of like, yes, y'all been right the whole time, but we're going to have fun and be like, you were right, and she did this, and she did that, and here's a song about what she did. And we were like, I knew it, I knew it. But I'm dancing after saying that. I knew it, I knew it. it. (laughs) And then we start getting uh, a tried and true MCU treat. We started getting, actually, I think this this happened the last time, we we also started getting these post-credit scenes uh, that pop up to be like, hey, you enter the MCU, and here's an MCU post credit scene. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And it was Monica looking. Monica's not going to give up. She's like, look, I'm here for a reason, and it's for Wanda. I'm going to walk up to um, Agatha's house, see what's up. Couldn't see what's inside. Let me check out this uh, cellar door. And then Pietro appears behind her. And then it just cuts off, and we're like, what's going to happen? Monica! 
What's yeah. gonna and, happen? And the one thing I do want to say about this episode that like made me go again into my big book of Marvel encyclopedia to like look up terms and things. Like I was like, I was book. like, cause I was like, Nexus means something. and I couldn't remember what it meant. So I like yes, cracked yes. open. I'm like, where is this going? And then I realized what it means. And basically it, it, it discusses Nexus beings who mm-hmm. are fully oh. able to augment and change reality. And there are there are a few that they list. Some of them are like you know fourth string, fifth string Marvel individuals. But there are two that have major ties to the MCU and to the characters in this show specifically. One of them is Kang the Conqueror, who we know is going to be in the MCU because a homeboy from Lovecraft Country got signed on to play Kang. And Kang is, has also the capabilities to be a Nexus, you know, user and like go to and from different uh, realities because, you know, we know there's mostly realities and whatnot. And the other one, which is going to tie in the Fantastic Four, is Franklin Richards, Reed and Sue's son, who is taken in and watched over by none other than Agatha Harkness. There's so a we big have story these two individuals too. who tie yeah. in a lot to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the Nexus thing means that, one, it definitely was about, you know, Wanda's um, current mental state, but two, someone or something talked to her about being a Nexus being, and it made its way into the show, which I think is a big um, a big point to, like, kind of bring up and talk about, because, like, that's huge. Okay? Question. Isn't Vision one, too? Vision is only a Nexus being in one other universe. But the thing about Kang and Franklin is that they are a Nexus being in almost every universe they're in because mm-hmm. they have, because again, because they, they have powers that allow them to kind of infiltrate those different realities. Vision mm-hmm. is one in one realm. So is um, Jean Grey in, in another realm. Yeah. But they're only in singular realms where they are. But okay. in all realms across the time stream, um, it's always Kang, it's always Wanda, and it's always Franklin, which is like an interesting kind of like full thing to discuss. And also as Nexus users, they definitely have the, you know, they have probability uh, capabilities, but they also have individual unique powers that are unique to them specifically. And Wanda's is Hex Magic, a.k.a. The chaos magic that we'll talk about. Chaos magic. Yeah. Um, I do want to stop to say, again, this is why I feel like the Loki show is hella important and why I feel like it's super tied to this show because um, Kane kind of deals with the time variant authority, which in the trailer that we saw for the Loki show has caught you know, has captured Loki and Loki's going to be working with them. And, you know, we saw the trailer and we were trying to de- decipher what was in there, too. You know, because we were like, what about Mephesto might be up in there? But King is definitely all up in that trailer, too. So, mm-hmm. again, long, the long game of Marvel, again, is playing with us. We Now we're talking about Nexus. Now mm-hmm. we're talking about mentioning people who might be popping up on future shows. Yeah. And the time variance thing, authority is huge. They're huge. I and mean, notes, we're already like, dealing with time already, you know? Yeah, and they're like, number one individual that they have a grievance with is Wanda. Like, that's their, like, most wanted individual because she's always doing something in the comics. And they're like, this person, like, we are the, the time variants. Like, we're basically time cops. And she's always doing cops. something. And she needs to stop doing that thing. <laughs> 
Exactly. And so that's why, I mean, we'll probably come to uh, this later, but like, who is really going to be showing up in this finale? Anything could happen. We've mentioned it so many times, but like for real. Um, I got thoughts. Um, and, and I do find it interesting. I don't know if I sent you guys in the group chat the comic strip of why Agatha is so important in the story. Because again, she's always around Nexus people, if that makes sense. Because the comic strip showed how she's very protective of Franklin Richards and how these people were like all in her basement and how scary powerful she is. And so I'm like, this might not be the last time we see her. She might be involved in a lot of uh, Fantastic Four stuff in the future, maybe. Or anything else. And I'm happy. I'm like, yes. I'm hoping so. There's a chance uh, it, it it has us go into the next episode a little bit, but literally the opening the opening scene of the next episode has me worried that mm-hmm. she's not going to make it out of this show go as for much it. as I want to mm-hmm. her to make it out of this show because it just felt. Wait, so why they, do you say that though? So they start the next episode with Agnes at the Salem witch trials, not the not the Salem witch trials, but during that time period, and it's like the Disney version of the Salem witch trials because they weren't gonna threaten to burn her at stake, but they did magic witch lasers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, That'd be kind of cool though. If they did, yeah. <laughs> but they did magic witch lasers. That was basically the same thing. And she manages. She they like. They, they, it was the weirdest scene in the world because there was a point where they're like, "Are you a witch?" Yes, I'm a witch. But then they all were witches, so it was like, "Why were a bunch of witches asking the person who was obviously a witch that she was a witch?" That all right, dialogue. That didn't make sense to me either. I sort of understand it. It makes sense to me. Like you need to. It was like, declare yourself, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, I, I can get behind that. It just very, it just felt kind of strange. It was so different on. from what we've seen so far. It was like it, it one was. division and then this so whole they were separate to, thing. Oh no, you're right. And so that's that's why they felt like they yes they 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 were trying to use this scene to show at least how Ag- that Agnes is evil and to kind of give her a motivation of she was taking all these witches' powers to become stronger. Maybe that's what she's doing here, and it's really all we have to go off of after this episode of what her motivations are because mm-hmm. uh, they didn't give us any other mm-hmm. reason for her to have a different motivation in this episode so it would be I'd like be a little insulted ones, that after 400 yeah. years all she's trying to do is keep being stronger like that's that's boring but that's, a, um, that's true I mean, it's I mean, a Disney thing so people do right over yeah. 400 <laughs> years they have the exact same goal the entire time yeah that's I mean uh, Thanos, let's exists. think about Thanos you guys let's think about Thanos <laughs> Thanos he was had a dream for a long time too. I mean, he was all about old. them Infinity Stones for how long? How long well, did this, that first phase of the MCU <laughs> well, I think it's important to remember that in that Agatha Rich Witch trial, they were like accusing her of getting involved with dark or like using spells that were that were above her station, and she would mention you know, and she's like, yeah, like these spells just come like like. They come natural to me, and like and like they call to me, or like you know the power calls to me, and so I was wondering if like if they were trying to show us that she's evil, or they're, they're trying to show us that she was defending herself for being called evil for people who didn't understand. So I mean, again, I think maybe that was because I feel like sure, there's, there's, there's more complicated. The mi- it might have been more complicatedness. I they didn't give us a whole lot. That's I think that's where my like yeah. I'm sure there's probably more to Agnes, yeah, but we got literally that scene. 
Yeah. I think it like reminds me of the scene we get to finally see where Wanda goes to find Vision's body and we're allowed to like misinterpret the video the first time we see it of like, oh, like, yeah, she came there and took his body. But when we like go and look at the scene, it's like, oh, she fully just showed up angry, but like he had a meeting with her and then she saw it. And then she left. And so I'm wondering, like, yo, how much misinformation are, are they going to, not, not misinformation, how much uh, subterfuge they're going to try to, like, put in our way to be like, oh, I think illusion, it's this way because Marlon. of Marlon. What's the, the theme of the show? Illusion. illusion. Everything is not what it seems. So I'm wondering if, like, mm. they're giving us the Agatha being seem like the big bad or maybe she has some kind of calling. Because, again, she's like, this person that kill, that tries to kill her is her mother. And she's like, mm-hmm. mom, please. Right. And her mother is just like, you, you I'm sorry. And then she starts <laughs> zapping her. And she, of course, gets these little, like, uh, crowns because she's, like, you know, maybe the queen of witches or whatever. It's so like this really weird scene of, like, like, it's her mom trying to hurt her. Nice school Harry Potter scene. Yeah. I was so like, like, what? <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like, who's the real baddie in this scene? Because that's her full mother that she's asking for leniency. But also it could be like, right. you know, you're making a bad choice. So I, it's definitely like up for like what's what's missing in the scene that i need to know more right because i feel like it was okay i'm gonna go back into my anime world as far as how plots <laughs> set up like okay you have these anti-hero characters in anime thinking like itachi or whatever and go, they yep. do things that seemingly are bad are bad but it's for the greater good so she was saying that um you know i can't help that dark magic is calling me and uh and i can't help but to like reach like you know answer it because it's like am i going to answer it no and and i feel like if she's doing that she must have saw something or vision something that allowed her to be like well if you accept us then this is what's going to happen if you know whatever i don't know if she has visions i don't know so i feel like for her to not only accept her fate she probably had she probably knew she was going to get caught and she probably knew that she was going to have to destroy her village aka itachi style and so <laughs> You know, her mom, you know, gotta just she had to do what she gotta do because she has a mission or a goal somewhere far off in the future, maybe far off in the future beyond the show, which is why I'm really hoping that they keep her because I feel like again, like Agnes in the comics, she wasn't a hero, but she wasn't a villain. She was just this badass old lady who, you know, she had agendas and she was gonna do what she's gonna do. To make it right, to make to set everything right, and I feel like it wouldn't be fair to make her a villain, even though right now she's the antagonist. I, I get that, but I feel like there's again with Marvel and this MCU stuff, there's always a piece that's you know that this just this is just a piece. I feel like there's a bigger picture that we cannot see or that we're not allowed to see yet because you know illusions, and I feel like. For her to figure out Wanda, I, I, I mean, at first I thought, oh, she just wants to drain Wanda for her powers. But I think she's trying to understand, okay, Wanda is like a witch, but she's not like a witch. I need to understand her, 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 her mentality and her, where she comes from, because I feel like, I think she senses that she's very emotionally based with her powers. And so for her to like throughout the episode which we'll get to she's understanding who wanda is and understanding like how she came in contact maybe she she is understanding maybe her wanda's potential of who she really is 
And once she can help her be that person, then maybe there's a bigger play in, okay, now that I know who you are and I can help you, we got to do this. But I have to like train you and get ready for this because this is all the stuff is happening right now and nobody knows it. So for maybe like Dr. Strange or somebody, you know, so I feel like it's the opposite. that's my theory. Oh, opposite? I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I mean, just based upon like Agatha's, you know, when we go back to like, you know, after we come back from Agatha's like, you know, origin, we go back into the present and Agatha fully is asking her like, where'd you get this power from? And describes like how her, a witch had to spend hundreds of years learning the same amount of spells that Wanda's using. Like she like gets a fly and like transforms it a couple times and says, this took me X amount of years. You're doing this with thousands of people. This takes a lot of magic and I don't understand how you're able to do it. And then she, she of course like runs to like, you're able to do this for miles and miles. Right. This, like this well of your energy is so expansive. And so vast that it's concerning and she means it's like she also drops a big kind of like i came to you because i was able to feel the excessive amount of spells someone casted in this location just like the amount like she's like there's just so many spells that wanted maybe uh unconsciously casted that she's like i had to come and figure out who was doing this and mm. i was surprised it was one person and she one was person. asking her I need to know what you are and how this power came to you. And they, of course, get a really cool thing, which is where she decides, I want to go to the beginning. And she takes us back to origin story. <laughs> we finally uh, get to see little Wanda part. and yeah. little Pietro um, back in uh, Sokovia. And we get some tear-joking moments. We get to see why Wanda loves sitcoms. Because your dad was an old school DVD salesman, like a black dude at a, at a, at a, at a, on the a barber shop. So I, got that, DVDs. I got that DVD. Exactly. <laughs> I was trying to sell them DVDs. Uh, and, you know, but they apparently watch English sitcoms to practice their English, which is, again, is this world building that becomes sadder when you're like, oh, man, they're really like a good little unit. And Wanda Pietro being cute and the moms being supportive. And they pick, of course, the, the Dick Van Dyke show because, as Pietro says, sitcoms, 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 you always love sitcoms, which, of course, is a reference to the fact that every episode up until episode, you know, this episode has been like an opening of a sitcom. Mm -hmm. We, of course, get a moment to watch, you know, them as a family be cute and adorable and then you get a full jump scare when a, a full explosion happens oh. in the most serene like moment and just knocks this little girl out of the During way. Dick Van Dyke of all things. During Dick <laughs> Van Dyke. The most rude like, show. It was such a like I had to turn my I had to turn my volume down. It just happened so quick and so uh, loud. I, I screamed. Wasn't ready for it. And <laughs> I'm of course this like, little ah. child. Yeah. Yes. We, of course, you know, we they lose their mother and father and we show Pietro and Wanda underneath the bed and we're listening to the Dick Van Dyke sing a song and it mentions, you know, the you know, it mentions some things that they talk about, like it being a nightmare and dreams. And Wanda tells Pietro, this is just a nightmare. We'll wake up. And then we get to see Disney kind of retcon something where Wanda as a child uses probability magic in that moment to make the Stark missile not explode. And or is it I probability goes, magic? Yeah, uh, it was discussed. Agatha, well, no, because Agatha says, "Oh, you use probability magic," and Wanda's like, "What?" She goes, oh, "Okay, I see little witch in her in her house is scared for the first time, but where'd you get the big guns?" So she this denied. Is what Agatha, she she so denied it. She tried to deny it. 
Cause she, I mean, of course, she doesn't know if she did or not. She doesn't know. Yeah, she but, cool. I mean, I always thought of that because in the age of Ultron, it's, you know, she's talking or whoever's talking about it, about how that missile was defective and it didn't go off. And I was like, when are Stark industry things defective? Like, I know it can happen. It can happen. But we didn't think about it. Like, it was like, cool, that happened and you survived, thankfully. Right, right, right. Because that line always stuck to me that I can, like, I can remember the whole scene. And I'm like, you know, Stark Industries, like, it just reminds me of the first Iron Man movie about how he's about his things working. So when they start talking about probability magic, I actually was like, you know what? That actually makes a lot more sense to me because it, it just didn't seem feasible that that wouldn't go off in the apartment. But whatever, you know, I'm like, who knows? It could but be. It I, absolutely I like, could be. I like that they introduced that idea. I like that they introduced that yeah. idea as a a way to understand this thing that we knew for like over 10 years in this like we've been talking about this scene forever to actually see it and now giving a little bit more information I'm like huh okay well, what was interesting is the fact that in like age old time they said they were there for three days and it didn't explode which is why I think mm-hmm. it was like a bit more like okay they like they were because wait- you know they, they made a big thing of like we, we waited to die for three whole days and yeah. then this scene it's yeah. like she waved your hand and like this probability magic. So again, just like the blinking red just, light, the blinking red light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So again, it was just uh, it was just a lot of it was just interesting to see that they you know were able to go back in time and say, oh, she's been like a witch the whole time, but just wasn't fully aware of it. And here's a moment in time that it came up. But of course, um, like but, a bomb not exploding. I mean, I think in the news, we, we like, you know, it, it's happened before. Like, you know, a, a, like a missile, go, a, a missile gets fired, it hits something, but it doesn't go off as intended. You know, there's some errors that, that, that happen with like with things that are exploding. But that was interesting to see them go, great, it didn't explode because of magic. But which is a cool Marlin, thing tying it together. It's kind of introducing the idea of a mutant kind of if it was like she was already something that had the ability yep. so you mean and prior she didn't even know? prior to her um and the stone correct yes yeah. okay like i think they're hinting at like you're like i think even i kind of said oh so you were like a baby magician but what like what gave you more power than that right and then of course we talk about how like you know loki's scepter was like what apparently did it for maybe her and Pietro where they potentially had the mutant gene and maybe it was like recessive and wasn't fully active. But then of course that, that, that stone like draws it out. In the comics, wasn't her mom a witch, a Scarlet witch something? I read something well, somewhere She was about like that. some type of fortune In teller. In the comics, her mother yeah. was a member of the Romani and her father was Magneto. Magneto. Oh yes. Yeah, the in uh, the comics also she gets delivered by a cow person. Um, until they, until Magneto wasn't their father anymore. But that's yeah, another. until they like retconned that and made it. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to yeah. talk about that. But yeah, for, but, but for a while it was like <laughs> it was Magneto and this don't Romani woman, that and that was a pair. And of course, they got put up for adoption, and then of course that's that? when the uh, that's when the. Uh, Sokovian family got them. But from yeah. that scene with the baby magic, we of course get to see them. We get to finally see the Hydra experiment on Wanda, where the doctor's just saying every person that's been in this room with the stone has died. No one succeeded ever. But they're gonna try on Wanda anyway. Uh Wanda strolls out looking super emaciated and sick. 
She walks forward. The scepter fully does a little uh, magical uh, Power Rangers <laughs> saber thing and flies around the room and kind of just comes at her. It glows and it fully explodes. And you, of course, see, um, I think it's the Mind Stone, right? It's the Mind Stone. Yeah. So, like, the Mind Stone explodes, ding, but ding, there's ding. something preventing it from fully hitting Wanda. And, of course, Wanda sees in. Phoenix Force. <laughs> We all well, yeah, literally coming out looking like the Phoenix Force. We see yeah. uh, like, future Wanda or someone Wanda-like wearing the Scarlet Witch outfit. You see, of course, the Scarlet signature Witch. horns and you see the little like finger Some design kind of that she does. And she's like flying at her. Uh, and Wanda's powers at that point in time are fully activated and she gets knocked <laughs> out. Um, so again, this is why... And I read an article this morning why every time this show, this an episode goes off, it like is pushing you to watch Age of Ultron. And I was all like, they need to stop doing that. But at that moment, I was like, see, this is why it's really important to watch Age of Ultron. Because um, when in the beginning of the movie, when they capture this uh, sector to get, you know, to bring it back to Thor so that he can whatever. And Tony and... Um, and and Bruce have it for you know three days so then they can figure out the the, the power and stuff and it was the shell that was keeping it in so when I was watching it and she was like trying to contact whatever but it was protected I was like how did Tony manage to break that shell and extract the uh, the mind stone like his technology is insane like the I mean I know Hydra couldn't do it but it just makes me, it it made me actually think about Age of Ultron more in this episode because of you know these scenes but just like even like the technical stuff I was like if that had broke right then then a lot of stuff in Age of Ultron would have not happened but because how things are meant for a reason you know it was only for her to be activated and then later on that is going to create vision so it's just I love the connections so and like just things like that I, I don't want to take away from your excitement, but r- these things were written years later. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if but that's actually like, the order of our preachers on that thought there. But 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 that being said, that being said, there's a lot of Star Wars things that are being. There's a lot of Star Wars things that are being done in a very similar way, where they're this all stuff that's being modified years later. And so no, you're right. They they're using that they're using that same story time. Yeah, DC would never. I love it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, of course, I mean, sp- speaking of Vision, we get a really heartfelt moment from Vision in, in like the following next scene. Oh, gosh. That I think, the best line in the whole series. That I think was great to include because I think I don't it really showed not only, you know, Monica falling in love with him, but it showed like the foundation. Wanda. Sorry, Wanda. Sorry. It showed Wanda falling up a vision but it showed the foundation of their love it showed oh him gosh. be like yes, yes i am like an cybernetic automaton but even i can assess that you know yeah. that love exists and that it's a, it's a sensation and then you, and then cat you want you can say the the, the phrase that it was posted on everyone's bio, I'm sure, the, the, the moment he said it. What do you say? What is grief but love preserved? But what is grief if not love preserving? Yeah, but what those if, words yeah. just rearrange. Right, so Kat, 
there we go. You know, and that's, yeah, that was, you know, that I think it showed a real tangible moment. And then, of course, they ended up watching Malcolm in the Middle together, which uh, was really adorable. Really Malcolm cute. in the Middle was in that suitcase back when they were a little girl, yes. when they were kids, too. Yes. And I was just like, should this be in the suitcase? What yeah. time period are we saying these I kids mean, are? Right? I have the exact same is- feeling. <laughs> but it, I think. Around this time, this is what late nineties. It. No, I, yeah. I think the time is right because she was born in eighty nine. Would you prefer Friends? So like, then she's around ten. No. I think she's around ten when this is happening. So it so fits. the show this, it fits ish. Yeah, I I I won't look it, it up. But I don't yeah, know if it's on TV. But it's actually, on TV. That's my that's my my literal thought is the DVD Ray, seems strange, but fine. We'll boat. just we'll move on. Right, but don't forget these Dick are Van Dyke. bootleg ones that just have really nice so maybe they uh, got like season one of the of the bootleg of Malcolm in the Middle maybe they got that season one it looked like a really nice box set Marlon like That box set didn't come out to like two and six. Best Buy and everything for that. <laughs> one. That explains why he's not selling them. He's like paying full price for these things. <laughs> like that's where he's losing his money. Yeah, he's buying full come, price you movies. To, you need to come to Oakland. He should have. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sokovia <laughs> to Oakland to buy a box set. Damn. I mean, okay, okay. But of course, we then jump to uh, Wana confronting uh, Sword about. Um, about Vision's body. And like that was I said my earlier, first ugly cry of the episode. And like I said earlier, we get a chance to see like the the art of the al- illusion that director Hayward used on us uh, with his editing skills. Uh, and we see Wanda like, you know, be angry. And then we see him be like, yeah, um, buzz her in. I'll have a conversation with her. And he fully tells her like, yo, Vision's worth like, what was it? $10 billion, $5 billion or like? Billions or of dollars. Some a whole gazillion yeah. dollars. He said, yo. Vibranium, goddamn. Yeah, he said, he said, <sighs> yo, Vision's body is like $5 billion. So, and he's dead. So like, no, we're not no, putting that in the ground. Him. Yeah, we're not putting that in the ground. <laughs> and then of course she gets angry, which we see. She explodes all the windows. But when she goes down there, we have this super sad moment where she just touches his dead, cold face and she says, I can't feel him. And then she just leaves. She just fully, she, she doesn't take his body. She just walks out. So we find out that Dr. Hayward lied and that she does not, in fact, have Vision's body. But we do see in the next scene is that we see that the reason why she's in Westview is because super sad extra tears vision That's purchased her. a plot of land for her for them to ugly cry. and again to i feel like just in. like the viewers who like get super emotional and cry wanda fully loses it like she sees where it says to grow old with a heart and she just absolutely mental collapse like she just explodes with chaos magic it shoots out everywhere and and the craziest thing i've ever seen we see her construct vision out of nothing we see her and she starts with and again and if you watch age of ultron you know that when vision was like you know a, a construct he was a yellow orb we see her somehow pull together like the pieces of his code in front of her and then from the pieces of code makes a vascular system and then from that makes a full body for him to be in and then creates vision out of absolutely nothing and of course creates the town into her image and boom 
episode one, Vision stands there. Wanda, welcome home. I, I, I want to hear theories of how she was able to create him. Now, we know her power was activated with the Mind Stone, and he is powered by the Mind Stone. Is there, could there be a connection there? I mean, she didn't have anything of him on her. Well, that part I don't know if I agree with because when she tries to feel him in the lab, you can right. see her powers at work. And I kind of think she took something like when absorb, she did that. Absorb. Or maybe some of his material. Like she like cloned him and like with chaos. Maybe magic, she didn't if need that's to. Even a thing. Right. Can she mm-hmm. is she able to do that? Marlon, she where's, your, where, where's your thing? Where, <laughs> where's your giant bit of information? <laughs> well, my thing is this. Um, she's a Nexus user. Right. And as a Nexus user, able to bend reality at will. And in that grief, she's able to use her hex powers combined with her you know, her chaos powers and just from sheer willpower and angst reconstruct her dead uh, fiance uh, in that space. And what's important is in that scene, Agatha sees it and she fully freaks out because again, that's not supposed to happen, which of course is going to tie into my later thing. Uh, Agatha's like, yo, you did something that should not exist. You have chaos magic. They said it doesn't exist. You're the scarlet which and we get oh, the first amazing. time in the MCU where they dis- where they refer to her as a Scarlet Witch, and they give her and, and, and instead of it being like her moniker, it's almost given to her like a title, kind of like the Dark Phoenix, where it's just like you're the Scarlet Witch. But better, but better. <laughs> That's why we were like, are they trying to make it up? For one of the best, greatest, one of the greatest story arcs in X Men history, and you know, ever since I, ever since we started this podcast show, Amy knows. Every time I get a chance to talk about horrible stuff, I always brought up Dark Phoenix. Now it's just the New Mutants. That's my new thing. But I haven't even watched that yet either. Is, Anyways, is one Vision trying to be like, yo, you know, now that we got X Men, you know, we're going to make things better. We're actually going to just try to take some elements of it's it and well. then like do it like this. And I'm like, I like it. Like, I actually feel better. This is what therapy I needed after seeing Dark Phoenix. So thank you, Marvel. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's done well. The writing's done well. And like, I, I think I like, I'll, I'll jump to the end so we can get to like the, like the juiciest bits. But of course we get another great uh, end scene. Oh gosh. Post credit time. Oh gosh. And we get to hear uh, D- Director Hayward say, We've built and rebuilt him over a thousand times and it hasn't worked. Who knew that with a piece of Wanda's magic, Mm -hmm. this could be possible? And we pivot and we see uh, Vision, uh, but he's all white. White And they activate him and he opens his eyes and he clenches his fists and the episode wraps and it's over. Theories. We get white vision. Okay, right, so, so okay, I sorry. I'm or silver I, surfer. Or I've been so. like oh yeah, I know. First of all, people killing no, not silver surfer. But there's a scene that in the comic books, and I sent it to you guys because I was looking for it like all week. I wanna know, are the kids gonna ask the question, Daddy, why are you white? Because I swear I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna fat that's gonna be my like nickname for next week. <laughs> why are you white? I'm waiting for that. I'm so sad that it didn't so happen in Black white. History Month, but that is the, <laughs> that is the biggest um that it's, is a it's, 
the only important scene, mom, you guys. You can't be- <laughs> What? <laughs> it's Black History Month. What you you were gray and red before. What happened? It's such a big scene. And, you know, he oh, goes through the whole thing of saying, you know, I'm not your father. She's not my wife. Like, it's a sad scene. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do that. But I, I was kind of hoping towards the finale we're going to have a scene like that. Yeah. And if they do it, I'm going to I'm gonna lose it, y'all. I'm just going to just think, start crying, laughing. I think, I think what we should do is we should each go down the line with something we know. Because I think each of us has a different thing. And I, I'm excited to hear everyone's thing. Uh, my thing I wanted to think of, and I, I think after I've after seeing the Darkhold, hearing about chaos magic and hearing Agatha say, uh, they said this is in, this, this one's supposed to exist. I think that our big bad is going to be an amalgamation or a mixture of two individual, potentially two in, individual big bads. Uh, and that's uh, Chathan or Cathan and Mephisto. And the reason I think Mephisto is because we have Billy and Tommy. We know that in the comic books, those are pieces of him. We know that. That's something we know about. But as far as Cathan, what we don't, what we didn't hear about before is this term chaos magic and Agatha's admission of they said you didn't exist. Cathan is an elder god. When the world was first formed, there were, I think, four elder gods that were created. Cathan and another brother of his both kind of became evil. So they fully degraded from Elder God to Archdemon. And Cathan also, before being, of course, chased and banished, wrote the Darkhold, which is like, like that, that, that which, which is that dark text of magic. But more importantly, Cathan is stem, is the is basically where chaos and magic stems from. He's at the root of it individuals that like access it access it through him as uh as an arch as an arch demon kathan so the fact that wanda has this power is one thing but the second thing is kathan got fully banished when a bunch of mages on earth did a spell and they all said together there is no such thing as chaos magic it doesn't exist so the and of course this also was said by the Sorcerer Supreme at the time of like hey chaos magic doesn't exist and we know that Sorcerer Supreme is of course Doctor Strange and the fact that uh, Agatha mentions they said this wasn't supposed to exist ties those two things together because if she's saying oh this magic shouldn't exist they said it doesn't exist that means she either is aware of that is like that means of course she like knows this magic is dark and knows it's evil and is afraid of it and of course it can obviously connect to dr strange but that's like really amazing to know that they went that far out which is why i think either they're going to combine them together because i don't see them doing two distinct big bads because mephesto and kanthan are just it's a lot if you choose to like do two of them but if you were to potentially combine mephesto and say he's the root of all chaos magic and like retcon in the mcu that makes more sense because you have a singular focus as opposed to saying, great, the kids come from Mephesto and the chaos magic comes from this archdemon in a, in a whole other realm, you know? Um, I want to say I agree because I feel like he was mentioned either in, unfortunately, the second Thor movie or uh in Doctor Strange or something. But I had to look it up because I was like, I know I've heard him being mentioned. And it says here online that he, you know, he can create host bodies. And one of the host bodies was the other. And the other had come to advise Thanos to find the Infinity Stones. Uh, and then he worked alongside Thanos and, um, and then Ronan killed that host. So 
He's oh. actually already been involved in some past stuff. Part. So that could be a really great. But I mean, you have to kind of like look it up or pay attention yeah. to the movies. But I feel like you're onto something, Marlon, because yeah. he's already been involved and we aren't even aware of that yet. Yeah. And of course, the most, the most important part of this whole story, which is like, I think the weirdest part about it is Shathan or Kathan purposely tapped Monica, not Monica, Wanda to be mm-hmm. his vessel. Like, mm. he went out of his way to personally afflict her with being his vessel and gave her a piece of himself, which allows her to tap into that chaos magic. Which, of course, is, is in the comics where he, like, as he's, like, being pulled away, he's like, I'm going to come back, but also I'm going to come back inside of this vessel right here before he, like, dips away. So, mm-hmm. again, these are, like, deep cuts. I don't know if they're going to fully go into it, but if they, but the fact that Agatha mentioned one, your magic shouldn't exist, I think is like the most important piece. Cause like, okay, we're getting deep into like the lore of like chaos magic. So if we're going that route, I I I find I'm excited to see how they're gonna go. And I'm looking forward to seeing if they're gonna combine some 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 deities, some right. stories, mm-hmm. or if they're gonna give us individual villains who become some big demonic, big bad gang. Who knows? Excited. Yeah, but what about vision cat? I know you were all about vision's whole thing being white vision. So with 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 this vision, he is built of just zeros and ones. He is not he is not basically Jarvis in a vibranium vibranium suit like how we had our old vision. So this one's very just uh, like a you know blank type of dude, and he does retain. I think they in the comics he does retain memories of Vision being like an Avenger and stuff. So he's he has all the memories that uh, Wanda's Vision doesn't have, but mm. at the same time he is he's strictly like a binary code. He's just very robotic, and so again that kind of I think I mentioned it before as far as um, Age of Ultron and how. Ultron wanted uh, to kick Jarvis out and wanted the whole, you know, what Vision had. And so I'm wondering, like, I'm not saying Ultron's coming back, but I'm just like, I wonder if that is leading towards any type of, I don't know, can't, I mean, we did mention Ultron's technically not dead. He's, he's somewhere around here. Yeah. I mean, they, they made a point not to show <laughs> like, him no. dying. They, they, they did that the classic movie diversion of like, we're going to pull away from this death scene. So it's ambiguous. Right. And that, because and we could do that, that's with weird. This point. That's very weird that they did that. But I mean, again, like how we said, they're just taking from old stuff and connected it to now. And, um, I just, it just made me wonder. Cause I was like, there's a time in the comics when vision does become a villain. And I'm like, are we going to be dealing with a villain vision beyond this? Or is it just going to end in the finale? Like, I don't know. And that's going to make Wanda even more sad. Like, is she going to lose the kids and vision forever? Like, but then people on the internet suggested like, maybe there's some way of combining white vision with her vision and (laughs) making him real. I don't know. But white vision. That's where Doctor Strange comes in. Maybe. I know. And again, who is really the who's really coming in this cameo? Like, what if it's more than one cameo? Like, who said it has to be one? Uh, oh, we'll see. What if it's know. Loki and Doctor Strange and everybody else? I don't know. No. I don't, I don't think so. Okay, does anyone have 
an idea of who could it be because I do not I believe Paul Bettany's like saying it's himself. <laughs> I want to hear what Ray has to because Ray's because I know Ray probably is he ready. mulling over between the two episodes. Been quiet for too long. He's ready. Ray, unleash it's hard it, to get Ray. Unleash it. Sometimes. Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> Go for it, Ray. Uh, uh, I think your Mephisto being in charge of chaos magic also seems the most likely like a bad guy that is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're going to play long game with that and just hit at that at the end of this and not even mm-hmm. really, and let Agatha be the end. Um, I never really ex- finished with my Agatha. It just felt weird to me that Agatha has got like that weird one scene in that mm-hmm. episode to explain her backstory and it just felt like one of those scenes that's like we're not going to get a chance to show you much of this character's backstory because we only got one more episode after this Mm. so she's she's just gonna kind of she's gonna get that and then we're gonna keep moving like and so i just worried she's gonna be gone and she's gonna she's about to die in this show and that's most of what we're gonna get about her was that one scene because that also sounds like something that they would do in this tv show also just trying to move fast uh they've had (laughs) they've had darcy being the exposition machine this entire show like they're trying they're not trying to miss a beat like so Agatha just might not get very far the uh um so yeah so there's there's I I feel like that we're gonna end with Agatha and they're gonna hit Mephisto and like Mm. and maybe this vision vision gets pulled back together and maybe we she does something else even bigger with her magic because well, Agatha fucks with her so much in the rest of this next episode that she gets her to do something even bigger and maybe that's where they're going with an ending but mm. I just don't, I don't see Mephisto actually coming into I think Strange is showing up for sure I've been saying that for weeks uh, yes there's no way Strange isn't showing up uh, the town needs order and it's they do the and like between Doctor Strange and <laughs> if I don't know where loki is when his time variant people it's gonna be one or the other because they're like okay wanda's doing too much and it's like setting off our radar and so we need to go right now and i think someone i think we were trying to check in uh spider-man far from home the closing the end credits how they said something was happening in new jersey and that's all we got because that takes place months from now and so i think that was all that we got and so Kevin for Pye. it to actually reach the national news, something must something's going to go down because right now nobody knows what's happening. So mm. it has to be someone either within the main characters of the show or someone who's an Avenger comes in to do something because took them long enough. Where the fuck y'all been at? I mean, this is typical <laughs> superhero. She's it's in mourning. Superhero uh, thing about oh, I'm supposed to be here. Oh, my dad. You know, something happens where somebody actually has to step in and do something for it to end up on like worldwide news that Nick Fury can see it from space. You know, so that's why I was like, it has to be Doctor Strange. It has to be. What if not, then who can it be? <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to see how it's going to wrap. I think it's going to be, I mean, it's definitely leading um, the the MCU in a direction. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, the, 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 the next show will do the exact same thing and lead us back into this new phase. Um, one question that I was left thinking about is with the admission that um, 
Monica, not Monica, I keep saying Monica, when you mentioned that Wanda <laughs> created Vision, we know that in the scene with Darcy that she found that Hayward was tracking Vision somehow. But if Wanda created Vision out of nothing and he's not made of these things, how is Hayward tracking Vision if Vision was never with Hayward for him to track him with? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if if, if Wanda took something from the body mm. and she just cloned the vibranium to create a body, I mean, if it's if this is chaos magic, and I don't again, I don't know shit about chaos magic, but I'm assuming there's a lot of like routes you could take with that. Like, if she literally just cloned his body, that would make sense because she's you know all powerful. Mm. She can create material out of True. nothing. But so, if she created it, why is it degrading then? Because her power is exhausted. (laughs) Well, it's like, because like, it's weird because it's like, he did, because like, I mean, the body at the morgue that's torn apart, it's pale, it looks gross. That's a degrading material. And Agatha admits that she, one, is puppeteering uh, fake Pietro, Pietro. Um, She's just (laughs) puppeteering a body. And she also has been there to kind of do these like reveals of what the body's potentially could look like what is what we all thought oh he's like a dead body floating around but if he's not that dead body then those don't line up then because if his like if his actual tangible body isn't there there's no way he would be degrading and there's no way that you know there could be a track it, 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 like it was a touch like she didn't take anything major unless they show us in the next scene that she took his eye or whatever uh i think it was the one scene like oh that's now that you showed me that you made him literally out of space and time how is this tracking system working inside of the hex you created yeah because i because i was like if it kind of falls in with um Eming's theory then he's tracking vibranium and yeah that's a whole nother weapon walking around that is kind of crazy but if it's not true what is he tracking and that kind of made me think about how did this all start? It all started because Jimmy Woo was like, this is a missing person case. So my question is, <laughs> who's, who's the, the missing, missing person? person? Hmm. Uh, ooh, dang. So oh, we thought it was Agnes, oh, but it's not. What about, what about the, I don't the, think that, the I don't blonde think lady was, that we haven't seen for in a minute? I don't Say think it? it was ever a missing person's case. I felt like the point there was that was the... That was <gasps> the phrasing that they used to the oh, police. For Wanda? So that- oh, missing okay. person, missing also, Avenger. <laughs> also, if we all remember when Vision got destroyed the first time, where was Vision? He was like trying to defend the launch codes from being set off. What if Vision, while he was being experimented on, was like, "Wanda needs help. Let me follow a missing person report." Wait, say that again. Well, if you recall in Age of Ultron, when Ultron destroys him, Vision, like, part of him goes to, like, NATO or somewhere to, like, scramble the launch codes. Um, and Vision's like, I didn't know who I was, but but I knew that I had a job, which was to scramble these codes. What if this is happening? Because, like, oh, I think Wanda needs help. I'm going to file a, a missing person report and send it to Jimmy Woo because he, he knows Ant-Man and has some, like, connection to... Who knows? Either way, I'm going to be interested to see if Vision there was a, a missing person. Yeah. And Hayward was using the feds to, to like have the area oh, so that he that. has permissions to take over. 
No, I think that, you know, what if there okay. was, you know, a pretend like, person made up and they were given to Jamie Wu okay. uh, and Jimmy went to go look for them and just showed up at the right time I and just, space to I assist. I just miss Jimmy. <laughs> I've just seen Jimmy. And yeah. I was like. I'm looking forward to seeing who they who they say is the missing person. I think that's right. going to be a fun reveal. Like it's it was the blonde chick that everyone doesn't like. Yeah, right. I, right, I, right. I, and I think it's another who's this friend that's helping her get back into the hex thing. It's not actually a, it's not right. a plot that's point. That's the thing. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, I think it's just please being don't let up. that be. We were all excited and it was just I don't her think friend. It's a plot point. Like it was it's literally a friend. Disney knew how to make us Wasn't crazy even a guy. putting a four on the whiteboard behind her like, they're going to lose their mind on the internet. And we obviously did And like, we've been saying, we've been saying Mephesto, I've <laughs> I know you guys in the means every five seconds. Mephesto, Mephesto, Mephesto. Which is why, if they choose to go Mephesto, that'd be great. But if they pulled out Chathan out of nowhere, that would be like an, a big F you to the internet of like, we went with a different villain. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. You got wrong. Uh, I mean, we got a lot of things right. I'm so proud of us. We got a yeah. lot of things right. right. I mean, but, yeah, if they go with, you know, Chathan, like he's almost like Dormammu, but he's because he's like a mm-hmm. big ethereal entity. Mm-hmm. So if they want to go full, uh, yeah, you're fighting gods now. You're fighting elder gods who look like a Lovecraftian Cthulhu <laughs> in the comic books. In the Final Fantasy community. Yeah, if they want to go that far, <laughs> I look forward to seeing them go that far. But I feel like, yeah, we're going to be in for an interesting episode on Friday to see how they choose to not wrap it up, but how they choose to give us a small finish, but also give us a progression piece. You mean the start? Yes. Is there anybody in the 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 oh that that other Marvel movie coming out? Um, Eternals. Black- Eternals. Is there anyone in that group who could do what Doctor Strange sort of does? Just out of curiosity. Well, the Eternals are they're kind of a big deal. I mean, they've been around for like eons, so they might mm-hmm. have an idea of like, hey, because like because the Elder Gods were Earthbound, because like they were like the. Chathan and Gaia were Earth creations because of the. I know, right? Gaia. I was like, that's that's funny. Uh, basically, no, those elder gods are almost like Greek mythology because like they're created by one big guy and they all fight with each other. But then one of them has a kid who like tries to kill the other ones because they're bad. It became a whole Greek tragedy. Anyway, but the Eternals are like space. So I'm wondering if like, yeah, we saw the Earth and it's just. It's just wild over there. Yeah, the, 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 there's some evil god causing our troubles. We sent like some dude to go help us out one time. Maybe they tied in that was like, yo, we've been around for since the beginning of time, it, so we kind of have that be, going for us. It'd be real dirty if uh, the end of the show was just a segue to Eternals. Because you forget, I'm still, I'm still predicting this <laughs> show to have a whack ending. So. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I mean I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't want it to happen, but I would laugh so hard. They're like, "We'll see you in the Eternals." I'm like, "Oh, what the hell, Disney?" <laughs> or they can make it worse. We'll see you in Doctor Strange and the and the whatever uh, multiverses. I will be heck of mad. That movie don't come out to next year. I'll be like. No. I, yeah, actually, you're right. You're right. That's next year. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, Eternals you, is, I think, this fall. Either way, you yeah, have to wait. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. And that's going to yeah. be like, well, dang. Okay, so oh, yeah. this but chapter of the theaters. story, this volume well, of this what? whole book series is over here. Now we're going to start a whole new volume when Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. And I'm like, I oh my gosh. Ray, Ray, I think I think, Ray, I think Ray might be on to it because I feel like these shows, they're not designed just to be, I mean, of course, they are designed to be standalones, but mm-hmm. I think there also is an inner mechanic of these to also tie into a film. So let's also have that going on too. 
There's a the <laughs> small each show be like the small movie. little bit of hope is the Mandalorian season two's yeah. ending. Uh, <laughs> but I'm yeah. serious. I'm serious in that. Skywalker shows up and saves. But everything. like, are they, are they but, the same multiverse now? No, no, no. What I'm saying by that is the writing style that they, they allowed in that show of like we're gonna even though we have this giant money making machine that is this small green child, uh, <laughs> we're gonna let it go for the sake of this story because that's the mm-hmm. uh, and so they might. Vision? They no. might not. They might not mess up this ending. Maybe. They might. They might do a good job. I. Yeah. I might need to have more faith in them. But I. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know, it's man. I'm scared. Like, <laughs> I feel like Disney. if they just do like an ending, almost like almost like they have been doing. Like, great, we're gonna end it, and we're not gonna answer everything because that show, this show, isn't yeah. supposed to answer everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, as long as they stick to what they've been doing, like, great, we're gonna wrap a few things up but we also want you to know there's going to be more happening so we're going to end it and tell you it's over but just know that this is going to continue and we're not going to give you like we wrapped up every loose end yes it's Mephesto yes the children are, are, are Mephesto's souls yes Vision is alive yes it's in the no- if they ended on like great we answered one of these questions there were only four open you got to watch the rest of this uh and falcon and, and silver soldier and loki, or watch and, it the and loki or watch it in uh the eternals i feel like if they just end each of these one-offs like that in a well structured way like great we're not going to answer everything because the ultimate answer comes in our new phases and that could be done well hopefully money and Dis- it's done that's the, way, the Disney part. Yeah, and it's done where like one show has to finish for the next one to start, so you can't cancel Disney Plus. And they were yep. smart about Ever. that. They knew if they dropped every episode, they knew if they dropped their entire thing, we would just watch them all and just cancel it and not have to come and back. And you guys know Disney doesn't do trial accounts no more. It's like you gotta oh, yeah, buy they, it or, or nah. Because they know what they got. Like, yo, we got the Mandalorian so and we got the Marvel shows. Y'all paying for this. No trials. Got all the to Star Wars, out. all the Marvel, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we'll see. but I'm excited. We'll this see Friday. you guys. I'm excited. Yeah. Sorry, Marlon, I cut you off. It's okay. I was saying that this this Friday we Sweet. see yeah, the end of a series that has been really hitting it. Like, uh, I mean, it's been hitting it hard. Like all over yeah. social media. Um p- people are just talking about it. And it's really, you know, boosting Disney's, I'm sure, uh persona. Also, Kevin Feige is getting a whole lot of ba- like slaps on the back. Um, Not Michael Feige. No, Michael <laughs> is him if he's only Michael Feige with this twin. This sounds like Arrested Development exactly. plot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I look forward to it. However it ends, I've had a fun ride, uh, and I'm excited to see what happens next, um, because they brought up, literally, if you, like, I feel like for a few of us here who've been, like, reading comics for a while, uh, them including things from the comics and not just, you know, rewriting things for the movies, it's always good to see that great, that tertiary, like that, that, that like secondary schema of like useless geeky facts is now all useful. Like, yes. <laughs> and I Stuff about like Agatha. That. I'm so glad I yeah. was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know who she is. Yeah. So <sighs> good on you, Marvel. You you started a whole new trend. I seriously thought y'all were going to run stale for this phase, but Same. y'all are you're doing interesting things with your with your properties. Keep it up. Don't fall stale, and we'll let you know how the four hour DC Snyder Cut comes out. Oh yeah, that's in a few weeks. Can't wait. I'm um, not letting anybody know. Listening to you all that one. I'm gonna need all the edibles <laughs> in oh, my fridge. 
Ooh. You get through that. Nope. Um, All but the yeah, CBD. I'm excited too. <laughs> this is making me feel like I'm 12 years old. Um, reading the whole Scarlet Witch thing all over again, and I'm I'm excited. I mean, we'll keep y'all posted next week. Next the finale. Week on Geek Force. <laughs> 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 just, just a lot of us just yelling and screaming. Um, but yeah, you guys, this was yeah. a great episode. I'm gonna have to wrap nice. it up today. Thank you Congrats. guys. Chadwick Michael Bozeman, R.I.P. Yes, yes. Best actor in these streets. Uh, there were a lot. You, there was a lot it. of great winners in the Golden Globes. I feel like they heard the people cry or something. Even though I have a lot of things to say about that, I'm going to save it for next time. But um, yeah, you guys, thanks again for just talking about Wanda. And I'm like, we'll see come this Friday if we're right or if there's way more than what means the eye. Because, you know, it's illusion. That's, that's, that's the name of the game. Um, but yeah, so again, listeners... Let us know what you thought of today's episode. Questions, comments, concerns. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, yeah, and if you too feel like you have some theories, don't don't be shy. Let us know. But until then, uh, love each other, hug each other, keep paying that Disney Plus subscription, and geek on. Don't hug each other. <laughs> This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.